Evil Squid Comics Podcast, episode 4.12, or season 4, episode 12, for the others who don't like that designation. This is everything I've read. Wow. And everybody except me did not come to play tonight. So we are the Evil Squid Comics Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Scott. And we get together every couple of weeks and we talk about everything we read. And apparently I'm the only one who read anything. Oh no, Scott has stuff. Never mind. Take it back. He read some stuff. I'm the loser. Don's the did loser. Did you even read the required reading? I did. Okay. Well, maybe. Kinda. Most of it. Some of it. Most of it. I didn't read the last issue. Weird. Mm, I mean, not really, because Jim Ferns like read that. What? Jim Ferns read. Is the last two in yours the weird ones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. All right, so anyway, we'll just jump into what we've watched. We usually start with that. Yeah. I've watched a couple I have not watched any Obi-Wan except for the first two episodes, uh, so I'm a slacker. I did not see Today's. Did I haven't seen Today's. Okay. I, I've watched otherwise the last I'm up two. To, uh, you guys can talk about it. Just don't spoil four. any major things. So here's the thing. Okay, so you've only watched, what, the first two? Yeah. Number three is okay, but it kind of moves rather slow, I think, in some respects. I mean, there's mm. different things that go there. Number four, it's, it's really kind of action-y, crazy, kind of type... To me, number four felt very Star Wars-y. It's stupid action. If you think too much about it, it's just dumb. You know. What if you doing. think too much about three, I'm on Drew's boat now. If you think too much about three, it's stupid. Well, three is probably the same way. But I'm I'm just thinking in part four, where with what do you want to call it? The breakout? I don't know. Yeah, that, that thing is just dumb. Uh, but it's fun. <laughs> it, it's, okay. it's it's a fun episode. I thought I'm on. It was fun. I'm on Drew's camp now. <laughs> Yay! I, I still I still like it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad either. But I do. I can give him a pass on the whole Obi Wan Darth Vader thing. I still think so. Yeah. But and and this won't spoil anything. But like in episode in episode three, in the third yeah episode three. He actually meets Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they fight. Yeah. And then I figured. And then, like they catch shit on fire, and there's a wall. Like Darth Vader is like using the Force to throw him around and like choke him and hold him up in the air. Yeah. And then he's toying they, with him. They put no, he's not. He hates him. He's toying with him. I think. <sighs> he wants okay. to make him burn like well, he did. Okay, I get that, but like he's. He's standing for me to Drew in the table's fire. And then Darth Vader's like, oh, I guess I can't get him. I'll walk away. And then he's got all his henchmen <laughs> out trying to get Kenobi. And then Scott already said it with the escape. Then he's like pissed off at the third sister. Like, you failed me. You let him go. Blah. And he's like choking the shit out of her. I know. I know. I don't know. Because he like he's looking at Obi Wan across the flames. But here's the thing: he's looking at him across the flames. He's like, I guess there's I a wall of fire but you, between but you're us. Exactly right. I guess I'll turn around and leave now. But you are right. I, I, overall, I do feel like I don't feel like though. I don't think it's in Drew's. Where I thought your camp was was that you were talking about the stupidity of trying to go back. Yeah, before, I feel like know, the more you so pick forth. at Star Wars, right. the the more it unravels. And especially the fact that things, you know, of the whole, what would you call it, uh, soap opera-ish of Star Wars and yes. how that's affecting, you know, this a little bit. Yeah. Because now you're talking about people that 
say seem like they never met you know for 30 years are now meeting again you know and stuff there's some of that stupidity but more what i find in this in this series so far is just the overall stupidity of star wars in general yeah it's just exacerbating it they're they're just they just do not make very good decisions period and stuff that should not work at all somehow amazingly works just because of the fact that it needs to needs to in order to keep the story going in in certain ways you know they put these people in the dumbest ass predicaments and then go oh fuck how do i get them out of there i guess this guy just changes his tune and does this you know so uh you know so that's why i say it's kind of fun and it's neat watching them you know in the star wars universe but yeah the the decisions and things that happen in it are just flat out stupid so well that's they said that's why George R. R. Martin won't finish the next Game of Thrones book because he said he's written himself like into a corner that he can't get out of and he just has no way to figure figure it out can't figure it out and I mean I think that's true but see with Star Wars they can't figure it out they just make stupid crap up and keep going and they just keep going (laughs) but you're exactly right but that's but quite honestly hasn't that been Star Wars it has it has what I'm saying but is that Episode four, five, and six. Well, even episode four was great because you didn't have to worry about any of that because it was just its own thing. But yeah, yeah. the more he has expanded it, like episode five and six, got a little stupid, but we all took it or whatever. Then you back, went back and did one, two, and three. It's like, okay, yeah, some of that stuff doesn't quite shake out, but okay. Well, now we're trying to go with this, and it's like, dude, no, you're just the house of cards is crumbling more and more the more you try to add to it. it. But uh, to a certain extent for me, it's always been that way. I think with any of them is how enjoyable is this house of cards? Yeah. I love star Wars and I love watching. It's just fun. Like you You said, it's fun. I mean, I'm not trying to think about it. I also find though too, because of the fact that it is such a kind of, you know, balancing act that, you know, sometimes you see certain things where it's like, that just did not work for me at all, and I didn't even find it enjoyable. And then there's other things in which, eh, it's stupid, but at least it was fun. And then there's some things in which, ooh, wow, that worked real well on, on multiple points, you know, type stuff. Yeah. And I find that Star Wars does tend to do that, you know. And, and, and because of that, it does cause a lot of divisiveness in the fan base sometimes because not everybody agrees what is, you know stupid but fun you know in some of these cases and what always works and let me clear i love star wars i still enjoy watching all the stuff it's fine i'm just saying if you start looking at it in a critical eye oh yeah it falls apart and every time they do a new series like this that fills in the gaps if you try and look at a critical eye it just gets more crumbly that's all i'm saying but But, i mean i still like it i still enjoy it i don't have any issues with it necessarily i'm just saying if their idea is to expand it into this like thing that makes sense, they're going about it the wrong way. That's what I'm saying. That's true. But are, is that really their idea? Storm. Well, I think their idea is to just make Stormtroopers is dumb. Stormtroopers is real dumb. Stormtroopers are dumb. You don't. You don't. You don't fire a. You don't fire a gun on an airplane. <laughs> there's, there's a really good reason why you don't. You don't fire a gun well, you don't, in a freaking. You don't you fire know, a laser in an underground. Uh, well, I still every tunnel. time <laughs> every time I watch episode four, I still crack up at this line because, like, when when you know they find Aunt Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru burned, and he's like, "No, this wasn't done by sand troopers. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise." This I'm like, uh, yeah. "Who are you talking about? Stormtroopers gonna hit the side of a barn?" <laughs> It's hilarious, but it's not meaning to be. And I'm like, stormtroopers aren't precise. And the irony is, like, the clone troopers were, like, super good, and you could never figure out how they got so bad, but then they finally explained it. 
because they're no longer clones. They're conscripted or whatever. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. like, hey, that, and that's that's where you add to it. It actually adds to the mythos yes. and it works. But Barbara. it's like most of it that they've been doing, Dude, they don't do that. I felt that way with like Rogue One. Do you know how much I was like, yeah, when, you know, the the old guy shows up and says, I planted, you know, a failsafe for, you know, a right. thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. that's great. It explains, you know, so why sometimes, there's this freaking hole the size of a womp rat's ass that can take this whole thing out. You so know? sometimes so, they, they, they do that stuff and it actually makes it better and expands it and kind of gives it a plausible explanation, right? But yeah. I don't feel like this Obi-Wan show is doing no, that. No, no, no. It's, it's not. Barbara's... Why would they put windows? <laughs> I know. Why would there be windows? Why? There? Because they wanted it to look cool. Wanted, it was an aesthetic. They wanted to see the Darth fish. Vader. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader wanted to see the waters. Its fire is such a painful memory for him. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, I, they wanted the same thing. I mean, but then why? Also, like, no. So they they do a throwback. Oh, I'm sorry, we're just ruining the entire thing for you, but. They do a throwback where Ben is like roaming through the hallways trying to rescue Princess Leia uh-huh. in the in the headquarters. Yeah. And he's got a comm link. Yeah. And so like of course he's in this hallway and then these two stormtroopers come walking in. So he jumps up and of course they they make it to where there's a convenient like cubby hole for him to hide from the stormtroopers. So he's like hiding behind it. And of course the the person that he's talking to on the comm link, she gets taken away. So she comes back right when the stormtroopers are walking. So she talks on the comm link, and the stormtroopers are like, did you hear that? What was that? <laughs> and they're like, what was that? And they're like looking around, and they're trying to find it. And so, of course, Ben, he uh, he makes a noise like down the hallway. He's like, like click. And they're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Let's go that way. And then they go after that noise. I'm like, I'm watching, I'm going... Stormtroopers is dumb. <laughs> they are. They weren't the sharpest. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And then every time, we need to see your identification. It's like in my head, I'm always like, you don't need to see my Dude. identification. Yes. I, I don't know. know. So, Obi-Wan, I mean, I, I'm with you. And do you know that they already greenlit, I think, a, a second season of this thing? How many episodes so, is this one? Six. Uh, this is only six. six. So there's only two more. Well, actually... One more. Number after five today. dropped today. today. So there's only yeah. So there's only oh, wow. one more. Left. It's fast. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess it's just a. It's gonna be. And supposedly, part. episode five says what the hell that freaking third sister has been up uh, to all this time gotcha. or something. Some type of major spoiler there. I don't know. I didn't click on it, but I just seen it like pop up in one of my news feeds that episode five tells you blah 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 about you know whatever. So I'm like okay. Well, I guess I may have to watch this. So maybe that will open up why that third sister is such an annoying little whatever. I mean, did you guys see Top Gun? No. no. Did anybody see Jurassic World? No. no. I didn't My either. wife did. Oh, that's cool. She went without me. She's on here, dog. I know. Okay, I watched Ambulance. Oh. I did too. How was that? That's terrible. It, it kind of is. Like the trailer made like it look it. really good. I thought you were like talking it up like this is the greatest movie ever. Oh, no. It's the best Michael oh. Bay movie ever. It may okay, be. first of all... Probably not. Probably not. First, all I did was pick that movie apart the entire time I watched it. Isn't it oddly slow all, for something that's supposed to be about a chase? Doesn't it get real... Ambulance. They I go know. really slow in the ambulance. But no, so, I just mean like there's weird periods of like where they do slow motion to slow the movie down and it's like... No, it's, it's, it's it starts out... It's like supposed to be a mindless action movie, but then he tries to add all I'm this gravitas. I'm glad you said that, though, because I've been trying it, to remember what movie did I watch last week. It starts out... That's what it was. They're going to rob a bank, right? Yeah. 
None of them are wearing masks. Like they just walk into they got they got cameras around, right? Like what's their exit strategy? Like even if they do get away, they have them all on camera, and well, they I, live in that fucking city. So yeah, but I think they're they under the radar. Down? I don't think they know where they're at. No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah. And so then you got the the guy from Brooklyn like driving around. Yeah. And like yeah, talks I don't know how, to the cops. I don't know how any of those people are gonna get away with right, any of that. What is their plan to get away? Because yeah. they're all out. Because the, the cops open. are gonna find they're them. They're talking to cops. They're gonna find them. That's if everything goes like a hundred percent. Oh yeah, perfect. Totally. It's not a very good plan. And then like later on, when they bring in the the FBI guy or mm-hmm. the the guy that's married to the guy or whatever, sure. and he's like friends with them or whatever or whatever, and he he's like, he's like, yeah, we've been watching him for like. Five years. But didn't they also say he'd been robbing a bunch of banks? Yeah, the they're whole like, time? yeah, he's robbed yeah. like thirty-three banks. How have they not arrested him? How if they know where he's at? Get him where he's at. And, and he then, and he robs him without any mask or disguise. I know, right? And then I don't know. Is it like a point break thing? No, wait, they the, wore masks. I don't know. And then the cop, like, they're in the ambulance. Yeah. In a chase, uh-huh. and that lady has her hand like all the way in that dude, like, and oh, then yeah. he wakes up. Oh, that's and, horrible. And then, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. they're performing, like, they so just slice him open and, and yeah. put a hand in there, and yeah. they're, like, digging around in it. Then yeah. he wakes up, and then she's got the doctors on the phone, mm-hmm. and he, she pulls it out. She's like, oh, don't sever that artery, because he'll be dead in three seconds. Yeah. And then the artery severs. And he's not dead in three seconds. And he's not dead in three seconds, but they use the hair clip. Oh, yeah. To, out to of her hair the blood, yeah. To clamp it shut. Yeah. And then Perfect. they just sew it back up. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Well, like, here's what I would see. Here's my pro. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't have the issue. I don't have the issues that you had. I, I wanted this fun, fast, mindless action movie, and I felt like it could have been that, but they like screwed it up somehow. How much gas? It was just slow. How much? Wasn't gas it? Does yeah, for a, for a car chase yeah. action movie, how is it slow? Yeah, I don't know how it is. How much? I, mean, I don't know how you ruin that. How much gas does an ambulance hold? I don't know. Because they definitely... drove that thing around for like 18 hours. Well, they, 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 they went really slow for a while, too. That helps with Save the gas, gas mileage. mileage. Yeah. I think the guy that wrote the Fast and the Furious movie, the one where at the end where they're on the runway, yeah. I think he wrote this one. <laughs> he probably did. Because yeah, they were on a... I don't know how long that runway was, but they yeah. were they, they were, were going like... For a long time. They were going like 200 miles an hour for like 30 minutes like on that runway. No, I mean, I didn't think really it was horrible because I just turned my brain off because that's what I planned to. I, I, I planned it down with Michael Bay movies, too. I, I turned my brain off. I, mean, so I definitely I mean, didn't analyze it to the level you did. Yeah, I did. Because it was a Michael Bay movie. You I, mean, and I, I admit that I had the advantage I was doing something else at the time. So I remember oh, no, I was thinking, laser focused. Yeah, dude. I was organizing. Because I thought Drew had said this is a great movie. So oh, I'm like, oh, I, I got to watch it. No, no, it was Michael Bay. I got to go back and watch what I said. Yeah. Maybe I just listened to it. Being that was Michael Bay, I. I just kind of was like, yeah, okay. And I like The Rock. I like Con Air. So, Even though those yeah, two movies are stupid as hell. Right. Yeah. But they're fun. The this, Rock, that's right. That this just wasn't that fun. Michael Bay film ever. Well, like, it didn't have any humor either. You know what I mean? It was very there humorless. Was that, there was the one line that I did love where he was like, hand, the, the two doctors on the golf course, and he said something about hand the phone back to your criminal friend or something. Or he said something about your criminal friend. Cause he, yeah. I don't know if that one Maybe. But you're right. It, it wasn't light at all. No. It should have been a fun, uh, fast, do, light know, action movie. I think part of it is the fact, though, with, say, like, The Rock. And what was the other one you mentioned? Con Air. You know, that had some characters, though, in its own way that were fairly 
enjoyable. They're colorful. They were, yeah, yeah, there you go. They're did colorful. You, Nobody you, in this movie is colorful. That's right. Did you feel that Jake Gyllenhaal or no? The, nobody the, had brother? any personality. That's right. They just. It was like I could really care less it was about just anything. Every, all the characters and even were the whole team that goes in there and gets. I slaughtered. felt I felt a little bit bad for the brother because he was just trying. to... He's just a little bit. He's just. He was trying to, to get his, his health care. Yeah, and, I know. And he got sucked into this whole thing. Yeah, but then like, it becomes oh, a whole, let him, let whole him thing go. of how crappy is our health care in this country. But, you know. Yeah, I'm like, no. oh, let him go. No, I, I get that. Away. Yeah. I don't a know. little bit. But even then, he did the deed, dude. He shot people. No, I understand. But, yeah. I know what you're saying. Well, it was an accident. Total accident. You know, he, he, he was robbing the bank. With he the made gun. bad choices. He decided. To there was a funny line when so when Jake Gyllenhaal let the cop in to talk to the chick, uh-huh. and uh, he sees her nameplate. And he turns around. and He goes, "Sorry, dude, I got the name wrong." <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah I, I do remember something about that too. No, 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 like he goes in and he's he's like, "Because uh, the, the he goes, Ashley will help yeah. you." Uh, Something, yeah. And the guy oh, yeah, yeah, asked her out, and he looks at her name plate, and yeah, yeah, it's Jennifer. Yeah, like, and then Jake Gyllenhaal is like, "Sorry, dude, we got the name wrong." Yeah, and then he pulls the gun out. He pulls the gun out. Yeah. Cool. I watched. I watched the Happy Time Murders. That was dumb. Oh, that was horrible. Why would you watch that? Well, it's not even new. Here again. So okay, I have a bunch of movies. I have oh, several it's mo- the Muppet. Okay, yeah, I know. I have several movies on a hard drive. Okay, I'm sorry. Type things, and, and on when I turn one of them on, once one of them finishes, it just goes to the next one. Okay, and so I was watching Ambulance. All right, and Ambulance got over. I was in the midst of, like I said, I was organizing a bunch of cards and stuff of this uh, nature. Okay. And so while I was doing all that, the next one came on, which is that. Happy time. And, I was, and then I was like. I should turn this off. Ah, eh, screw it. I haven't seen it. So I let that go on. How was that, Scott? Just give me your quick review. Oh, it's a totally, it's totally awful. It's, 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 it was worse than Ambulance. But, um, so, it was not even really funny at all. Uh, but, so, yeah, that was Happy Time Ooh. Murders. And then after that was something, I think it's called, like, Tully or something. It's got, like, Charlize Theron. It was an awful movie, too. It was, like, three kind of bad movies that just kept, got kind of progressively worse. How do you spell that? So, T-U-L-L-Y, I think. Oh, that, I like that movie. Isn't that the one? Is that the one where she thinks she's like has a baby? Or yeah, has a babysitter a, or type of or yeah type thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I, did not, I did not like. It's it. all right. So I kind of enjoyed it. Okay, okay. But anyway, yeah, I watched that one too. So it was like a triple feature of those movies, and it was just kind of. I didn't mind totally. I thought that was all right. Bad, did you? Did set. you finish the staircase? No, we we got through like half an episode. Um, I watched old. old. Have you guys old. seen that? No. No, I don't even know what that is. That is about oh, right. Shalomon, where they yeah. go on a Is that any good? Because I was going to watch that. It's worth watching, but it's not great. I mean, it's not his best. <clears throat> it's not his worst, but it's... That's on Max, HBO, right? Yeah, it is. That's Ooh, I watched The Card Counter as well. The new... Um, on HBO Max. Yeah, I know. With Oscar Isaacs. Uh, I don't know. The new James <laughs> Bond movie's on somewhere. I've seen that. Uh, it's on Prime. I haven't. Yes, Prime. Because didn't Amazon buy Universal or whatever that company I don't know was? what the hell happened, but I did see that it was on Prime the other day. I don't know. Hey, I watched Chicken Hair. I, I did watch Chicken Hair. You I didn't watch it? it? No. Should I? Shit, yes. You should watch Julia watch it. You should watch We're it. We're going to watch it. All right. The reason I haven't watched Obi-Wan, the reason I haven't watched Chicken Hair, the reason I haven't watched Ms. Marvel is my Julia daughter is, she's on a Harry Potter kick, so she decided she had to watch all the Harry Potter movies in a row, and then she also has to watch all the, what is it, Fantastic Beast movies. Oh, okay. So she won't watch anything else until she finishes those 
11 movies. Wow. You let Chris grind down. He so. could have been number one. If he was number one. In family films. In family films. Yeah. 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 But not on the overall films list. Number two. So. Number two. Was he two? We watched remember. it Friday. Me and Barbara yeah. did. How I was it? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't it's think nothing I was like the like comic, it. right? No, it's nothing like the comic. I don't even know the comic. But I didn't. Been, so. I didn't think I would like it because I thought it would be like kitty, like it a is kid. kitty. It, it is. is, but so you watched that, you watch Usagi. Yes, this wow. is different. That's this, rude. this was good. I mean, I don't know. It it was kitty, but I um, felt like Usagi was very kid. I mean, yeah. you're talking like for young young children. Not yeah, saying that, that chicken hair isn't, but I felt like chicken hair had enough adult humor. Yes, and some adult humor Subtext. as well as uh, it had a. Then there was a certain nostalgia factor there because yeah. of the fact that it, it ripped kinda, off Indiana Jones. That's right. It kind of taps into it some of that. Totally ripped you know, off Indiana Jones, which I like. Yeah. but but it pulls in the adults. It, it does, quite honestly, because of some of that. So so yeah, it, you know, I, I while it was, I think how I told my. My brother and my dad, I said, hey, because both of them kind of like some of that animated stuff. I said, it's amusing, but it's very predictable. Yeah. You know, you know where it's going. It's kind of got that message type thing. But it, it was it was fun movie, I thought. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it was a hell of a lot better than Ambulance. Yeah. Quick, quick turn. Did you know that um, they're making a reality TV series out of Squid Game? <laughs> oh I did read that the other day. Up? <laughs> I'm probably somewhere. It's gonna be on Netflix. They're gonna do. They're gonna get four hundred and whatever fifty some people. It's the prize money them. is four point. There's four point five four million people or dollars. Is, is it really pool? Yeah, I thought it, it says like, the largest prize pool ever in a reality TV show. Jesus, so they're really gonna kill them? No, they're. Really <laughs> I'm gonna do it. But uh, then I was I was looking it up or I was reading about it. And then I this made me think of it. But they were talking to the skit Squid Game guy who created the show, and they're like. They're, like, talking to him. They're like, oh, and are you really mad? And they're like, no, Netflix doesn't give me a bonus just because my show was a hit. There was a contract. They paid me what they agreed to pay me. I didn't get anything extra. Right. <laughs> I'm not, it's like I'm not starving, but I'm not rich either. Right. And it just made me think of chicken hair. It's like, yeah, it's a huge hit on Netflix. There's no, like, back end on Netflix for the people whose shows are super successful. But I think yeah. with really I think with, ne- I think with this, I think if they get Grinlit, for another one. I think yeah, then you can negotiate, going. right? I think they're trying to get it as popular as they possibly can. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm, so that they yeah, can make another absolutely. one. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Absolutely. I thought it was funny. This guy's just like, it's not like Netflix gave me a bonus, <laughs> even though I made the most watched show in history. Also, though, don't you think there's a certain kind of uh, feel good that something you created, you know, yeah, other totally. people really like? Well, what's well, great is if you, you have know, a hit like show, this? you can so, obviously negotiate other people uh, you, you to... To give you, but, you know, but it, money but it, for it, it even stuff. probably helps you with other, say, IP that you have. Oh, yeah. That's true. what I'm saying. Yeah. You it's know? like, then the next idea you have, somebody's going to be dying right. to make that exactly. show. And they can exactly. bill it as the creator of Squid Game. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right. It still opens yeah. doors. It's just it funny. Opens doors. Very much. Because, like, if you have a hit movie and there's box office, there's usually, like, a back-end profit percentage for the person who created that's it or true. owns Only it. Only if you negotiate that way. Yeah, too, correctly. So. If you have a good agent or whatever, you know. Yeah. But... <laughs> like Netflix, there's no box office, so it's like, oh, it's super successful. Yeah, well, we just gave you what we gave you. There's, yeah. no, there's no back end. Yeah. This is totally off topic. You know how, like, you get on Facebook and they'll have, like, the little videos or whatever? 
like the little yeah. little clips. Clips. Yeah. There was a thing on there, or maybe it was YouTube. I clicked on YouTube today, but it was like it was uh, with John John Cusack. Okay. It, he was doing an interview, and the the line was the worst way to start an interview. And so they have John Cusack like sitting in a chair. Yeah. And you can't see her, but this lady girl is interviewing him, and she sits down, and she's like, she's like, oh wow, she's like. You're going to find this really funny. She's like, I'm actually skipping my film class today to interview, to do this interview. And, and we're watching American Beauty. And he's like, why would I find that funny? <laughs> and she's like, you're in that movie. He's like, no, no I'm not. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you are. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> and she's like, it's the one with like the flowers and stuff. And he's like, yeah, still not in it. <laughs> and she's like... Oh. <laughs> the worst way to start Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, you're going to find this so funny. And he's like, why would I find that funny? It's like, because you're in that movie. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> anyway. I wonder who she thought he was. Oh, that's what I'm or she got it mixed up with American Sweethearts that he was in. I don't know. Who's the mm. dude in American Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Just they look anything, exactly they alike. Look anything <laughs> alike. They're like twins. <laughs> <laughs> or Wes, is it Wes Bentley? Or yeah, but he's way too young. He's way young. <laughs> it's I like know. Kevin Spacey's way too so, old. Wes so is way too I'm young. Like, I'm not which, sure. Which one of these characters do you <laughs> think he is? But, uh, like, he did make that American Sweethearts movie around the same time. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad you guys know that one better. I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. American Sweethearts, I have no idea. I think it had Julia Roberts. And him and Julia Roberts were like dating. They were like American Sweethearts. And they like broke up. And they were making a movie. And it was really awkward. Mm, nice. ring a bell. Uh, Stranger Things season no, four. Not I'm only four episodes in. Okay. I only watched the first season. Don says he watched season Jesus. two. Or three. Yeah. yeah, he's way behind. Wow. I'm way behind. I'm waiting for it to all be done. You know, and watch. what's really funny is there's another season coming. I would honestly think that this would be a show right up your alley. Right, it really would be. And Barbara would like it too because it's like horror. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make it's any sense. It's one of those wow. things where we. We you binged. guys just basically thought, well, I'm not jumping on that back. No, we binged, <laughs> we binged the first season. Like, we watched it, like, back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. And then we watched, like, an episode of the second one. Yeah. And then just was, like, forgot about it or got away from it. Yeah. And wow. just have never gone back. Okay. It just surprised me. You I would, of all I people. I think I would like it. it. Yeah, I you and your you. wife. Oh, it just, I think you, they would both like it. It just shocks It's like me 80s. That, it's like horror. Yeah. I, like, 80s horror. Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I mean look at my God. Somebody, was, I know, right? <laughs> somebody at work was talking about that. And I'm like, aren't the kids like 27 now? It is getting a little awkward this season. They look way too old. They waited too long to do this season. Yeah. Well, I have heard that season five. The, Hopefully they do a time jump. That's, that's what they've heard, <laughs> is that the, the writers plan on doing a time jump. They're going to do a Carl. So. Yeah, because the kids are supposed to still be like, what are they, 16 or 17? Yeah, and they like look like only, they're... Yeah, they're supposed to they only much be older. like... A, I think they're supposed to be like freshmen in high school. Oh, they're supposed to be freshmen, yeah. So what would freshmen. that be? Like but they 13, look more like they're seniors. 13, 14. So 14, 15, I thought maybe could be a stretch, but yeah, they do look a little More older. like seniors. So. so yeah, it's a little weird. And especially, I think, I feel like it's more the older group, you know. Um, oh. Those ones are starting to look like, yeah, it's looking like, oh, yeah. what, Nancy? Oh, yeah, because they're supposed to be, like, seniors. Yeah, Nancy does not look like she should be in high school. She looks like she should be, like, a senior in college. Oh, you know? see, that didn't bother so, me as much. It looked more, it was bothering me more that, like, Will 
Not Will, but who's another guy? Who, uh, who's Mike, dating Mike? Or whatever. Yeah. Mike just he Mike had like is, a growth spurt, and his Mike, face kind of changed shape, and it's kind of he like, does look a little bit older. I don't know, but you're right; they don't pass as freshmen at all, and I don't feel like. Well, it's also that thing where like, the problem with child actors is as they get older, you never know what they're gonna look like when they get older, yeah. and some of them look not really like they should be on a TV show anymore. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, not to be like rude or anything, but it's like you expect a certain amount of like people to be physically, you know, okay. nice to look at. And they're all still kind of, they're like awkward adults now. And I'm like, yeah, that's the way they should be. In the they show. should, so but it does work. Pretty it well. works, but it's, although in the, what's really bad is because of the fact that the one boy will, or whatever, he, he does look handsome or whatever the hell. Else. Yeah. That yeah. guy. I mean, but he's supposed to be the awkward one. Yeah. Right? All the rest <laughs> of them look like the awkward or whatever. And will looks like, what well, I, I thought Dustin boy. Did, Dustin's I guess because he's like Doughboy or whatever. I guess he didn't look like he aged that much. I, I don't think it, he did either. I thought it was worse with Mike. Yeah. I think was the worst one. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Mike and even shoot, what's the black, black kid's name? Damn it. Yeah. Oh god. I don't know. But falling into a stereotype there. You are. But uh, yeah, I don't, he he looks a bit older too because he had a bit of a growth spurt. I mean, yeah. he's playing with that basketball team or whatever, and it looks like he should be. Yeah, so, you know. well, at least he got like sporty or something kind of. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, but yeah, I've, I've been we watched that one. Cool. I've still been watching Attack on Titan. You know, from a anime type series, you might it's give supposed it to be a, good. I would, a shot I would sometime. definitely check it, out Attack on it, Titan. You know, it, it falls into certain and what I would think are anime tropes, where you know they spend a whole episode dealing with one person's you know anger or something like yeah. this or whatever you know and things. But overall, it, it, it's pretty good. The this last season though, it's kind of. Some of the things that they're doing are just like, oh my god, but uh, or whatever too type things too as they're getting towards their end game. But cool, Xander and I can't have been watching that. Boys, have you been watching the oh boys? Yeah, season four. Oh my so god, it's sorry on season four. Yeah, or, you haven't watched. Hold it, the no, boys? it's season three. It's season three. three. Season three. They got a they got a green lit for a season four. So oh, okay. it's the boys season three. My my. Oh my god, the opening. That first one? That very the, first the episode? Man, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. God damn. I didn't know whether to laugh or look away or, or what. There, are, there <laughs> so. are a couple times where I've been watching, and I kind of know what's coming. <laughs> I'm trying to tell and somebody, I'm like, you know, explain this. I'm like, and oh, I'm like, my God. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like trying to tell somebody a little bit of going, yeah, it's still pretty gross, and but yet, but I'm, yet I'm laughing while trying to explain I'm this. Like, and I'm just... Uh, did you watch the fourth episode? Is that what just came out? Yeah, that must have. Yeah, that must have been why. The one with all the dildos. Yeah, it was like yeah, Dildo yeah. Central in there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, everybody's got. Dildos. After the first yeah, episode, you guys are really selling the show. And their big giant, like painted red, white, and blue American flag, like yeah. Homelander, dildos. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did, don't know. That I, one didn't phase me after the other. Did, stuff. I did like so. the. I did like when Homelander like just went to when she was like, "I'll send those photos out," and he's like, "Okay, okay." He's like, I don't care. He's like, I can either, they can either like me or they can fear me. He's like, I'm still better than everybody. He's like, I'll start with blowing up New York and then I'll go over to wherever you're from, your little town, and I'll blow that thing up. And then, you know, how about yeah. if I just wipe out the East Coast? He's like, people still still have to adore, or people still have to look up to me. But that right there <laughs> of where Homelander's going, it makes me wonder how... How long can they carry this before? Oh yeah, I think they're going to take him out. We get tired of it. I think know, they're going to take way, him out this you season. You know, type thing. Well, maybe, but then, you know, how do you 
keep yourself going with other seasons too. You know, how much, how many seasons can you get out of the boys? I guess is where I'm wondering. Four you know, before it becomes, you know, they can do something. They can do something else with it. They can take out Homelander and keep going. That could be. Maybe Soldier Boy becomes the next step up of and then the craziness. D. So the D. <laughs> When he's eating that octopus or whatever, yeah. it's like, he's, he's telling me he has a family. <laughs> he's, he's praying. <laughs> yeah. Just eat it. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I want to... Yeah, I don't Sorry. even know if I should explain Talking to him what happened in the first episode. But Please don't. No, that's the, okay. But I don't watch it on purpose. If you, yeah, if that's probably true. But it, it is it is extremely over the top. So. Yeah, that's that's, all, that's, that's the, the whole point of Garth Ennis. It, it really if you're is. gonna if you're gonna shrink down and do what you're gonna do, don't do coke before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't want to. If sneeze. you have the powers of Ant Man, <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> you don't want to sneeze when you're in that. Didn't that happen in the book too? What? I don't know that that happened in the book. I don't know that that happened in the book. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I read it. Yeah. Was he inside somebody? He sneezed. He got big accidentally and like blew him up. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could I could have called that. Yeah. Yeah. Just the play the the, the way that he got inside that person <laughs> is a little bit more of sure. What's <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, it's the boys. Yeah, I'm so. watching it. Cool. Loving every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, Dude, guess. that guy. What's who is it? Urban. Is that Carl, Carl Urban, Urban that yeah. plays Butcher? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he. I don't know what it is, but like I've been watching this like the last couple of episodes we watched, and there are times when he look. Dude, he looks. I can swear he's Brad Pitt. Like, he looks very much like Brad Pitt. Wow. The next time you watch him, think about that and look at it. Think see. about it. Think about it. See if I'm crazy. Okay. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, I know I am. I like okay. Carl Urban, though. Oh, yeah. Especially in The Boys. He's great in Dread. The, the best line, huh? He's in great one? in Dread. In Dread. Yes. The best line in that is when he was with the... He went to go visit the... The two towers. The boy. He went to go visit the kid, the son. Star Trek. And... And the old lady, the old ex-CIA lady that's watching him, uh-huh. she goes to call you an asshole would be an insult to assholes. <laughs> but you're, I was like, that's a great line. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right, enough of the boys. Sorry. That's right. Oh, I watched um, the Pentaveret. I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? Mm-hmm. It's a new, well, it was new. It's been out for a while. The new, uh, ne- it's on Netflix, I think, and it's got Mike Myers, and he, oh, fuck. he plays all the characters, Okay, but it's basically about what if they're, it's a pentameter, so like, what if the world was run by a secret, a secret society by like five people? It is. But they're all good people. Oh. Like, they're all good trying yeah, to be that's good. That's not how it works. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's, it's. Stupid, like, Austin Powers stupid, like, stupid jokes and stupid whatever. Mike Myers is still around. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. It's only, like, six episodes. It it was funny. It's on Netflix? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. It's called The Pentaveret. Yeah. Netflix gave him money to make a show? <laughs> yes. I Luckily. Was, I thought he was banned after Love Guru. Luckily, they, well, he's been gone the... for a long... That was a long time ago. He really has. They must he, have did he get in trouble shot. for something, too? 
don't think so. Okay. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But, uh, I mean, it's it's just straight stupid Austin Powers humor, but it's kind of funny. I, I did watch uh, The Hustle then as well on Netflix there uh, with uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, is that good? I want to watch that. I enjoyed it. Um, Getting it, really good reviews. There again, you know, it's kind of in its predictable, you know, sport, you know, feel good I love type a good, movie. feel good sports movie. Yeah, so, so it falls into that. But, you know, it, it, Sandler's kind of, you know, his amusing self there a little bit. If you, if, I, I feel a lot of it is if you kind of like Adam Sandler, I think you would like this. If you are somebody that dislikes Adam Sandler, you know, this is You would love fine. it. Uh-oh. So, yeah, right. I've been watching The Stand. I'm almost done with that. Oh, really? Oh, the TV show on mm-hmm. Paramount or yeah. whatever? I started it. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. Amber Heard's in it. <laughs> oh, wow. And they haven't removed it? Oh, wow. No. So that's what I'm trying to watch it before they take it <laughs> off. Who does she play? She's Nadine. Nadine. Who's Nadine? She's the one who's like, betrays them and is going to be like the Dark Lords oh, or like the, the geeky, Dark Men's. Whatever. She's going to well, be the Dark... kind of geeky? That's it? Harold. Are you... Well, I know, but... Oh, I don't know. She's not geeky in the show. But she... Know. Doesn't she work with Harold to get yeah, to Yeah, to get to the... Yeah. Okay. Yep, she's that and one. And she's the one who ultimately gets pregnant with... Yeah. The, okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. So, yeah, it's okay. It's... They, they structured it real funny. Like, instead of just starting with the beginning of the story and just telling it, they, like, start kind of in the middle and then they just do flashbacks, flashbacks? Ooh. and I'm like Ouch. that doesn't work very well for th- I don't know why they would do it that way but maybe there's a reason but it didn't it's kind of weird and so then I didn't really feel like they did any of the characters journey their justice because it was all done in like quick little flashbacks and they had so many characters to do mm-hmm. I felt like if you'd just done it as like a straight story and just split it between the characters and just showed it as they come together I think that would have been Steve more satisfying just cash and checks. oh I'm sure but <laughs> I, it does make me wonder, like, watching... I don't know how clo- I've been so long since I read the book, I don't know how close the show is to it. I think it's fairly close. But I wonder if I read The Stand now, after seeing all these other versions of The Stand and, you know, post-apocalyptic stuff, if it would have the same impact. Mm, that's very no, cool. it won't. I listened to it recently. And it's not as good as you remember? The Journey's... Ugh, God, I hate to fall in this camp with Scott how Scott's always like the journey with Stephen King is really great but he doesn't know how to oh yeah I know the ending's crap but I mean I remember loving that journey in that book when I read it yeah it's still pretty good I I listened to it recently on audiobook or whatever like maybe within the last couple years and it it was fine holds up pretty well it it holds up as far as the journey yeah it just feels like I've read a lot of stuff that's very derivative of that since then oh yeah and you could. I, I what I would say is that if I was not familiar with the stand and read it today, I don't know that I would enjoy it for as much as what I did at the time. Correct. You know? Right. And I even read it, you know, a little late. I mean I was probably Well, I was in college. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I was in Well, I was e- too. In late high school, early college yeah. by the time I read it. But I thought it was an amazing book when I read it. I did, too. I, I loved it. It was, like, the greatest. And loved it. And, I, and even because of that, I think I would read it, like, about a, a decade every time afterward. Yeah. You know, type things and stuff there for a little yeah. while. And it always seemed like, to your point, I, I mean, the way that he did the characters and, the, and everything else, I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, you get to that certain point, you know, there where they got to make the, the trek to freaking uh, Las Vegas and stuff, and it starts to... Go downhill. To, to go downhill yeah, and, and yeah, things. Definitely. Hill. And especially I, after the kind of the big, 
you know, ending happens, and then you have to spend, like, what, another freaking, you know, what is it, 50 pages or something to get all the way to the, the, the wrap-up of it. Yeah. It's... I mean, I guess for Stephen King, that's pretty impressive because he actually did give a bit of an epilogue. But you True. know, uh, overall, yeah. the scheme of things, I, I, it didn't it wasn't the best there. I reread, listened to it. Well, it was when it came out. Okay, so what, a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I re I re listened to it. And I re listened to Stan. It held up really well. I really like it as a book. I probably like it more than the Stan. The Stan. Mm. And then I finally listened to all the Gunslinger or whatever the hell oh, that wow. is. Dark Tower. The Dark Tower. Those are good. I love that story. Like Even I the just, end? I loved the end. Well, yes. I had a problem with it at first because it's like you do all this and then it's like boom. It's like over. I don't have back. a problem with that. It just seemed like the end kind of dragged. But, but I did, after I thought about it, it, it I kind of felt like I understood maybe what he was trying to do and then it made kind of sense and I liked it. I, I liked the part where you get deep into it and you like... He's like part of the story. Yeah. And like he You like that? He gets hit by a car yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like in I the story. I thought it peaked. And it's the story and like they're they, his characters are like interacting with him like in the real world. I guess if you dig that I, I thought the whole series kind of peaked as far as like a fun adventure action story at like the Wolves of Kala book. Like I thought the two books yeah. after that like is it Song of Susanna and then obviously I don't remember the, the Dark Tower. I don't remember the order of them, but I seem to... I don't know. I kind of dug the whole thing. That's cool. It's least, not bad. At least he finished it. Unlike yes. some other authors. Right. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Because he got hit by a, a van or a truck, and he felt like he was going to die. He said, I better finish this before I die. Maybe we need to give George, George Martin, Martin, a, Martin a scare. 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 <laughs> scare. Motivated. <laughs> well, somebody, like... Somebody said, put it really well about George R. R. Martin. It's like, do you think he's just not... Not what? What do you think his problem is? Like, well, he's probably just not motivated. I mean, he, when he was writing the first books, he was motivated because he wanted to be rich and famous, right? I mean, now he is rich and famous. He has all the money he needs. He has. It's like sometimes that's what's driving someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once you take that away, it's like mm, now he gets to just like help develop shows and kind of do all the big picture stuff and let other people do the You're little right. stuff. He's got a, like, all the but, time to do all these other little things. He, he, he is a guy that loves to go to cons. Yeah. You know, and stuff. He loves to be out there, you know, yeah. and things. I, heck, if I was his age, I, I'd maybe think the same thing. <laughs> Just, hey, my story got finished off in the live action. Okay. You know, type things. I can go out here and just meet and greet with as many people as I want to. And yeah. it seems like he likes doing that. Yeah, he does. So, he likes shows. So, anyway, it's interesting. What'd you have there, Doc? Nothing. Uh, All right, should we talk about some comics? <laughs> we probably sure. should. Don's whole one. Do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, let me go first and get that out of the way. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. What do I start with? That's the real question. I don't know. Let's start with Carmen. I haven't finished that. Oh, you bought it? I bought it, yeah. You started? Like the first one or two, yeah. This has a huge amount of nudity. This oh is my gosh, this is that. Carmen by right. Gillum March. Gillum, yeah, whatever. He is an awesome artist. He, he is. He is amazing. Is he going to be a hero? Um, <laughs> no. But uh, he probably lives this in is France a or something. fairly <laughs> simple story, but it's told very well. Um, basically, this girl kills herself, commits suicide. Wow, this sounds like a real right. And then she has this like. Did, did you ever read Death: The High Cost of Living? 
think I did. I mean, man, it's Sandman. That was a long time ago. I yeah. feel like Carmen is a lot like death. Like, she okay. basically is the angel who comes and guides you from your death to, like, the next stage. And she's not really supposed to judge you, but she kind of... But kinda this does. this angel, there's many of them. This one, she likes to try and figure out why maybe give you a chance to redeem yourself before you get judged. Even though, technically, you're supposed to already be prejudged once you die okay. or whatever. And so she's kind of like a maverick or whatever. So it's basically the story of her going around with this girl who just committed suicide and um, analyzing her life and why she did it and, you know, trying to make her kind of see, like, maybe that wasn't the right thing to do kind of thing or whatever. The error of her ways. Kind of. Or maybe, like, redemption or whatever you want to call it or whatever. And so that's basically... The reason it has a lot of nudity is while she's talking to this lady, she's naked the whole time. So she's flying around, and they're going around the city and all this stuff, and she's completely nude the whole time. So it's just, you know. So it's not like a sexual nudity. It's just a lot of nudity. Okay. <laughs> because she's naked through three-quarters of the book. At least half. At one point, she, clothes if you're at like one point she does, At one point, she does get clothes, like halfway through the book. I think oh, she okay. gets some clothes. But it's just like a jacket, so there's really not... Uh, even then, it's still... There's no nudity, but it's still a lot of a lot of leg. How about that? But, uh, yeah, it was really good. It was really, I mean, it was really well done. The art is kind of the star of the show, but I mean, the story held up really well too. It, it did. Was, it was now was that a nice character? That was originally type a series, right? It was uh, a series. I think it came out in like four or five issues. Okay, maybe six. I don't know. And is it open ended enough that they could do more? Oh or? no, no, this is like totally done. I mean, I suppose you could do it with a different character. Character, okay. But this character's story is finished, so it's, okay. a, it's kind of a one and done finished story. Okay. So yeah, it's really, really good. I very much enjoyed it. That's Carmen by, how do you say his name? Gillum. Gillum. Gillum March. I could yeah, say it's a wrong. pretty quick read, too, so you should read it. Oh, so it's right up by... I Gilliam. could be wrong. I mean, it's a little wordy, but not too bad. It it's, flows pretty well. It's wordy. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, it's like a character. Holy shit, look at all those word bubbles. But it reads pretty fast. Oh, damn. oh my God, look at all the panels there. Hey, if you read it, I'll read it. Okay. I don't know. Give it a try, and if you hate it, then don't finish it. Right. Oh, that's just kind of tough. Read ten, I know. So, Read 10 pages. Okay, but I will go that route. I got some other good stuff for you, too, Scott, so just, just hang tight. Just hang tight? Yeah, yeah Did yeah. you read... Oh, you read Paul Marvel. Yes. De- Decorum. Yeah, you are supposed to finish that, remember? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> are you going to? Uh, if Do you I, care if I spoil, no, spoil the anything? shit out of it, because... It, it didn't make any sense to Don anyway. Because here's the thing. This is like a classic fairy tale of, like, you know... a young struggling courier becomes assassin becomes friend of the celestial messiah becomes ruler of the universe story nice it's that good old-fashioned story that's always a pretty good sum up so So it's like flash gordon yeah yeah totally like that see so you should really totally so you know here's the thing and i was thinking a lot about this and this is it does make you think doesn't it (laughs) <laughs> okay, the may, maybe. I mean, it, the overall point of the story and the things of the it's story very simple. Are, are very simple. Correct. But the way that it's laid out makes you think. And, and here's the, here's part of the thing is that, you know, this is Hickman, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, he is going to be a hero's car. Oh wow! But you know, okay, I think of what I I put familiar with East of West, right? Uh-huh. You know, type things and stuff. I, almost, I like Mike Huddleston. Well, I almost put him in the same tier of Kirkman, you know, yeah. in some cases. But, you know, where Kirkman is, I feel like Kirkman, his strength is characters. 
Yeah. Kim Kirkman gets into these characters. You really feel yeah. for them, things of this nature. But Hickman's strength is world building. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. You know, oh, you know. feel like there is this whole cool ass universe here going on, you know, and whatever yeah. else. Are his characters the strongest? Mm, probably not, no. you know, necessarily. They're a little bit more, you know, what would you say, stereotypical they or something are. They're like not, this, yeah. you know, two dimensional in, in its own way. But, but still, the way that he tells the story. With this great world building, very you know amusing, amusing you know dialogue, you know if nothing yeah. else, you know he is a good dialogue. Yeah, that that it reminds me a lot. I think maybe because of that, in some ways, with Kirkman, Kirkman, you know, yeah. and, and it, it, it's more of a case of they keep me entertained. They kind of keep you, or at least yeah. for me, I felt like both of them, you know, have enough substance in there that they know how to tell a story. You know, kind of even even like this one, like where I feel like at the end of the day, the overall. The story's very simple. Yeah. The, getting from point A to point B, where he gets to at the end, is pretty much a pretty simple that's what I, story. That's once I finished so, it, I'm like, well, it's just, like you said, you summed it up in like four sentences, and that's really the story. It's yeah, like, yeah. this courier becomes an assassin, and they save the universe, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. They, they meet this uh It's the world they build around and, it. But yeah, how they build this whole thing around it, and kind of the struggles that are there, and, you know, these multiple you know unions and split up of the universe and whatever yeah. else that he introduces throughout here as you look through it and at first it, i do admit at first it almost seemed to be a little overwhelming oh yeah you, totally you in there and you're going you're like this is just too much on? there's all these things well, i think that's why else. you have to keep the story simple because the story was complex as well i think it would be too much oh i i would agree i would you agree know, and what the other thing what did you think about all the different like like the way he the told the story, styles. like the the art, uh, not just the art styles, but even just the the structure of the story. Like they, like everything had that panel where she was like a couple pages where she was training, you know, <laughs> and had like like the six panels, you know? I know. And then it would go to like a more traditional thing, and then it would change to like something like weird. You know what I mean? It's like you he kept right. changing the structure of the, the panels yeah, and the, the story and the, the storytelling story. was different. Yeah. So it wasn't just different art styles, it was different storytelling styles. But there was styles. some different storytelling styles. But and he I, mixed it all but together. the interesting thing was, was yes, that I felt like the different storytelling styles worked overall with yeah. some of that. For me, the art... It's probably it, hit and miss. It was, it was very, very hit different. and miss, yes. Yeah, in some At cases, some points, um, it's real sketchy. That's right. And <laughs> other points, it's like, like a painting. Uh, and other times, yeah, it's like, oh, my God. You know, and so because of it, it's almost a little overwhelming because yeah. of these different styles to me. I, I mean, uh, the only reason I think that I find the art pretty good in it is because the storytelling in it yeah. is, is so well done, you know, in a lot of respects. There. It's almost amazing that it even works. Oh, I would agree because with Because they really kind of threw the kitchen, everything in the they kitchen sink in there. They do throw some things in there. I yeah, mean, it's like, let's, stuff. he's like, well, let's draw it in like a bunch of different art styles. Okay, let's do a bunch of different story structure things. And let's, let's just add all, it's like, wow, it's yeah. like, that's a lot. Yeah, to pull that all is. together and to pull it off and, and make it even, and even it readable yeah. and enjoyable. I mean, that's, yeah. That's amazing. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I think that's because of how simple that they do. Yeah, they, I think you have to keep things. the story simple. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, East to West was a much more complex story. Yes. With a lot of different characters. But yet, the the art and the structure was a little more conventional. It was. It was. I think you have to balance those things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm honestly surprised I like this as much as I, I did. I was kind of curious what you would think I did not. It, it could have been a hit or Like miss. I said, yeah, at first, as I'm getting into this, I'm kind of going... But sometimes you, you like know, that complex stuff. I, I don't know what I'm thinking of this, and I even had a stall for like a day before I came back to it, and then I did, and 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, it, it starts moving and gets, it, it, as you're, and I don't remember what point it was. It might be right there, you know, as she gets part of that Assassin Guild, you you realize. That's when it starts to this, kind of flow. Yeah, it's not quite as, uh, you know, complicated and things of that nature as what I'm thinking here, you Correct. know, and it's it's just kind of flowing in there, you know, and, and stuff. And, and you're getting a little bit more used to this world that they're in. And and then it just kind of was like okay now it's hitting on a beat. Can you imagine reading this in single issues like Dante I cannot. It, you know that may be part of his downfall. <clears throat> you know if you're trying to read this thing every thirty days or something like that, holy uh, crap, that's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Don I, said when he talked about it earlier. Yeah. He's like, this doesn't make any sense. It's just yeah. charts and it's graphs and yeah. it's all this stuff. I, I think I bitched about it. You oh, did. I, I remember. It. I believe it. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it, I didn't even read Moonshine like I said I was going to either. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Right. I, I, this is what I read. Thank you for letting me like kind of spoil or whatever there. <laughs> it's not much of a spoiler, but I don't. Uh, I might have finished it. I don't remember. I gotta I go home was, and look. I did think it was fun. And see. Busy weekends. All right. Should I do another one? Because all you have is Moonshine now? Uh, yes, that is. I mean, there was a lot of stuff the, I mean, uh, that I read. The Primordial. Oh, yeah. Because Scott will want to read this, too. I won't talk too much about this. Oh, I guess I'll have to wait. Really? You want to hear the whole... I so read have it. Have you read it? This is one thing that I've actually read. Uh, all right, Primordial. Uh, well, I'll talk about it quite a bit. I mean, I, I think Did there's enough like to it? talk about. I loved it. Primordial by Jeff Lemire and Andreas wow, that Sorrentino. Really Dave Stewart does the colors. Um, I love how Sorrentino, he almost pulls a little bit of quietly here and there. Like, sometimes he does this really crosshatch type style, and then other times he'll do the more, kind of what you're expecting him to do with all the, like, a lot of blacks and kind of more of his normal style. But he jumps around in art styles, too. I'm trying to remember what this is even about. Okay, so basically... You loved it, though. It was great. So it's basically about, like, the monkeys that get sent into space when they were doing space travel, right? Oh, okay. Like, there's a monkey, and there's, like, a a dog, and then there's, like, a a chimpanzee or something. Yeah. There's, like, a little monkey, like a squirrel-type monkey, and then, like, an ape, and then, like, a dog, and they all get sent. Well, the dog goes first, and I guess, unlike history, the dog just, like, disappears. Hmm. And so they send, like, Comes the monkeys. Comes back years later and finds out the monkeys rule the world. And they send, like, the monkeys, and they disappear, too. And so the story is kind of about what's happening on Earth. I think... I think I remember you talking I think about all the, I all the about, like, yeah. the U.S. and the Soviet Union, I think they decide to stop sending stuff into space because it freaks them out or whatever, right? But yet, at the same time, you find out, like, the monkeys and the dogs all get together into space or whatever, you know? And you kind of find out what's happening with them while it's happening and so you got like two kind of stories that are intersecting and of course you have like relativity so like what's happening to the monkeys and the dogs is happening on one sort of time frame of reference and what happens on earth is happening on like a much longer frame of reference because like you know 50 years is passing on earth well who knows how long is passing for the animals really but uh that's the basic gist of it but it's really cool uh you know andrea sorrentino he's the guy who did gideon falls Oh, yes, with all yes. the weird panel yes, oils. Yes. So you got all that kind of crazy stuff. Okay, okay. And so it's kind of like a weird science fiction 2001 type of story, but a little more grounded. Okay. Um, with those crazy panel layouts and with Lemire writing, obviously. And it's just, it's pretty cool. And it's very it. short. It's only like, I think it's five issues. It might be six. Uh, six. It was six. But, I mean, they read so fast. Because you know how Lemire likes to show, not tell? You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. usually use a lot of words. So there's not... 
a lot of stuff. I liked it. It reads super fast. I don't know. It's just because of the animals. Give me a little bit of a Wii 3. Did you ever read Wii 3? I got that vibe, too. Did you ever read Wii 3? That does not... Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Was that Quietly? Probably not. We should give that to you. That's that's three issues. Super quick. Yeah. I have the trade. I'll get that for you. (laughs) But uh, um, you can compare and contrast. But yeah, so the animals start to get, like, kind of intelligent, so they start talking to each other and stuff, you know? I mean, so it's kind of cool. So yeah, it's neat. Cool. It's very cool. Definitely check that out. Okay. I got a bunch of stuff for you this time. Holy crap. Well, I'm glad I don't have much. And Lonesome, you should read this. No, don't read that. Oh, did you get this to the library? I did. I, I got the 20th Century Boys. Was that volume three? They didn't have one and two, so I just grabbed three, four, five, and six and just jumped in. Old school, Don. Okay. You're looking at me crazy, right? Yeah. Is that, you think is that crazy? Are you going to review that? Uh, I, think I, can... there's, I think there's like 21, maybe 20. Sure. And then they did another uh, like a short like six volume after that like 21st century boys it's like a follow-up or something. oh i didn't know that yeah no uh this is 20th century boys Naoki urasawa I, I just read volume three i don't i have four five and six which i need to read i might have one did you read one and two i did not because they didn't have them at the library oh. so i just got three four five and six i might have one but they give you a nice recap of the characters yeah like a couple double pages kind of explains the characters in so i've read one i've read that them. Okay, I'm glad, Don, you read no, one. No, I'm just saying, that's good. but it's, it's been forever. Have you read one? I'm glad. Have you read one? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you read one of them? Did you? Screw you guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so the main character. You're not even going to get my review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we waited so long. Oh, no. For the unit. Unit Junction? The Junction? The Junction. I'm right. honestly anyway. really interested about this. All right, so this is it's 20th Century Boys. I, I believe that Joshua Hill Fialkov stole the story for the bunker. Oh, yeah, it's like the that. same story. Right. So these kids, all when they were kids, they wrote like a story about like the end of the world where like there's this evil villainous society that starts like destroying the world and there's a group of heroes that stop it or whatever. Well, all of a Greens. sudden, now he's like in his 20s. It's he like, might, it's like he might be 30. I don't know. He's older. He's grown up. And somebody starts destroying the world in the way that they did in this story. And so he suspects it's one of the f- friends from his childhood. So he's trying to figure out who it is. He's going back and talking to all his friends and just trying to solve the mystery or whatever. God damn, what was that book that you, you oh, read shit. or whatever where they like went back in? Bunker. 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 By yeah. Joshua Hill Fialkov. That's what I'm saying. It's like the same thing. Okay. So I think oh, Fialkov like Sorry. took this and like twisted around and made his own kind of okay. version of it. Okay. Because okay. it's a very similar concept. Okay. But anyway, that's the basic concept. This is good. I mean, this is manga. And so it's a weird pace compared to American comics. Catching up. But right. no, I mean, I it was very easy to read. It was readable. It You're was good. You're too busy giving me shit about me saying I've read it. I know. For it being, what did you say, like 20 volumes, you thought? I think it's like 20. 20 volumes? 23. It Jesus. seems like a lot happened in this volume for, that, for, it to last, for it to last another you know, 17 volumes. Oh, I they'll feel just like, do flashbacks. I feel like they got a lot of story progression in this short amount. Oh, and they'll find some minimal character that they'll do yeah. an entire flashback Well, they, at the end, they do introduce, like, a new character. Who's kinda, <laughs> you don't know how he's connected to the rest. Oh, no, you'll kinda, find out. It'll yeah, no, be an totally. entire... That's chapter four. <laughs> but anyway, it was good. I'll, I'll read the next ones and see. I totally forgot. I did actually read something else. I read volume three of Berserker. Or Berserk, or whatever Berserk. the fuck I'm reading. Is whatever. that that crazy monkey you're reading? Yeah, yeah the big okay. book that I brought in. I just yeah, forgot to bring yeah. it. We I read the third one. We don't God, 
That is. No, I know. That artwork in there is just so beautiful. It is. I read. I'll make sure. King of Spies. Have you read that? Mm, is it new? The trade just came out. I didn't know. <laughs> I bought them. Were you gonna read them? I haven't read them. This is King of Spies by Mark Miller. Is that a and sequel to something? No. It's King of Spies by Mark Miller and Matteo Scalera. Oh, good God, again. And I love Matteo Scalera. I'm glad you got him back. And so this is another spy thing. So it's basically King of Spies. There's this spy. He's like 60 years old. He finds out. Did Kirkman already do this in a way? No. Yeah, he did. It's kind of Thief of Thieves. A little bit different, (laughs) but similar concept. This guy's like 60. Is this like a tie-in book to King Spawn? It's not a tie-in book to King Spawn. Can I finish my review? (laughs) Now you can't. <laughs> I don't know. I, right. I put my joke King in. of Spies, Mark Miller, Mateo Scalero. Great art. I love Mateo Scalero. Um, it's basically a spy. He's 60 <laughs> years old. He's starting to value his life because he finds out he only has, like, so many weeks to live. Healthy? 60. He has, like, some kind of cancer or something. I don't know. So he finds out. So he looks at his life and all the crappy stuff that he's done and all the regimes that he's toppled for, like, the American and British governments or whatever, you know, fuck colonialism or whatever you want to say. And so he regrets it, and so then he spends the next whatever, you know, using his skills to, like, take down all the real villains of the world, you know. Hmm. And so that's the basic premise. Interesting. Yeah. It's Miller. It's super quick read. I bet Scott so. will love it. What's your hand? Yes, what do you want, Don? Is, is he a spy? He is a spy. <laughs> okay. The book is called King Sorry. of Spies. Sorry, I didn't He's hear... He's not it. a spy, Don. He is the king of I spies. I didn't hear anything after you said he was a spy and he was 60. I was going to say, you should ask him how old he was. I knew that. He's like in his 60s. Since I have so much, why don't you just read this and we'll talk about it together next. What the hell? Another kick-ass? Yeah. I don't know if I read that. I I might have gave up on it. Book three? Break it up. You do one, Scott, and then I'll do a couple. Oh, hey, I read uh, Berserk. Do you want to do your Do you want to do yours? It's kind of in the middle. Red Berserk. That's right. Okay, you want to talk about Berserk, Don? Not really. Okay. I'm sure I'll talk about this. Okay. Okay. I don't know why you have that and why you read that. Only that. I don't either. I, I I was waiting for Drew to go, why did you buy this? And I'll be like... I don't even know what it is. Like, I, I, I see a lot of comics. I know what most things are. But and then I'll be... This and then Titan I was gonna, Comics. I was oh. going to say, uh, I don't even remember ordering this. Oh, did they pull one of those on you? Came, just, no, I think I did. Did but, you check your order? But I looked at... Did I, I tell like, you what Prairie Dog does? Like, I'll get my order and I'll look through it. I, I've learned now I need to look through it before I just give it to them to purchase. And I'll find these random books I didn't order. And I'm like... I don't think I ordered this. She's like, oh, yeah, we got that in. It looked kind of weird. We didn't know who ordered it, so we just threw it in your box. That's what they do. If they find something, if they get something weird, they don't know who it goes to, they just give it to me. And they figure I might buy it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I don't want the weird book that you don't know where it goes. It's, I didn't order it. I got, I got my order <laughs> in the mail, and I was going through it, and I'm like, I don't remember ordering this. And I'm like, why would I order this? And like I sort of sort of remember it might have piqued my interest because it did sound like something that I would buy. <laughs> so this uh, is the Junction by the Norm Kanyu. Yeah. Wow. wow. All right. So. <laughs> well, I want to hear about this because it does not look good. Oh, it's good. Is okay. He cool. Be a heroes? It's like the new Jeff. It's like he's this guy's the new Jeff Lemire. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, this book jumps around, too. So, I'm reading the back. So, in September of 1984... (laughs) 
Should I read the back? 11-year-old Lucas Paraphrased Jones. Paraphrased on. Paraphrased. 11-year-old Lucas Jones vanishes from the sleepy town of Medford. In June of 1996, Lucas finally returns home, and he hasn't aged a day. Okay. So high concept. Yes, it's high concept. Was that one? Uh, the Exactly. The Bresson. Well, I was thinking the... the Andre the Bresson. Air, oh, Birthright. The, well, I was thinking... Well, that's right. Birthright, or I was thinking the airplane. Oh, the airplane? The manifest. Manifest. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yes, there's this uh, 11-year-old boy, and he goes missing, and then... 12 years ago, Lucas disappeared. 12 years now later, he, he reappears. Silent. Haunted. And he's still 11 years old. So, then... That's opposite of Birthright, because he appears a year later, and then he's aged. You know, right. Yeah, this guy doesn't. This kid doesn't age. And so he shows back up, and he goes to live with, like, his aunt and uncle. And, of course, the cops are, like, uh, questioning him. And then they find that he has, like, he starts writing a diary. And so, like, they bring in a psychiatrist, and she starts reading the diary. And the kid's telling the story about how, like, so in his diary, how he, he just woke up in this town. And it's, like, a called junction town or junction city or the junction i can't remember but anyway like there's all these weird people in it like people just show up like one day there'll be a new house there and then there'll be new people there and then like he tells a story about like one day he was walking along and there were there was like a family and they were like hey where's the airport we need to get to florida and he's like where's what's florida like the kid doesn't know what florida is and then uh he uh the next day, like, the kid is, like, in school, and he's just, like, living there now. And so it's just, like, weird stuff happening, like, in this town. And then there's something weird going on with the date. Like, there's a date. Um, and there's something weird going on with it. So you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on through the whole thing. Like, why is this this way? Or what's happening or what's going on? Do you guys want me to spoil it? Or is oh, yes. anybody I'm not even re- interested in reading I'm not gonna it read whatsoever? It. Uh, after looking at this art, yeah, you spoil it. <laughs> Jeez, man. There's more to a story than art. It's a good story. But anyway, so, is what happened was his mom, him, his mom, and his dad were riding, driving in a car. And, and it's weird, too. Like, he'll go into, like, his friend's house, and, like, all the books are blank. And, like, he starts going through stuff in his house. And, like, he's reading a book, right? He's reading a book, and it's the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea book. But he goes to the end, and, like, the last 20 pages are blank. It's just weird. Like, stuff is missing. Like, not everything's complete. So, anyway, him and his mom and his dad were in a car wreck, and they fell into a pond. And then he just woke up, and, like, they're all there, like, in a house, but in a different town. So, anyway, the whole point of the whole story is that, like, him and his dad, after his mom passed away, they found, like, this secret town in the woods that, like, if you go through the woods, like, you just disappear into the woods and there's, like, this fictional town. But it's where everybody goes to, like, die. Like, after they die, they come to this town. So, like, when they, him and his dad got there, his mom started showing up again. But she's dead. But those two are the only ones that are... They're actually alive, but everybody else in the town is dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, when a, like you find out that that family that came from Florida, like, they were on a plane to Florida, and it crashed, and they all died, and they showed up in this town. Gotcha. So, like, everybody in the town is dead, except those two. They're still alive, but they don't age. Gotcha. And so, like, when the boy, 
he finally escapes, like, escapes and comes back into the real world, well, that town starts to, like, fall apart kind of thing. And so then he goes back, and then everything's fine, and he's talking to his dad, and, like, his dad's like, I didn't even realize, like, they don't eat. They don't eat their, their right. but they're alive. And his dad's like, because the kid gets out, and he wants his dad to come with him. He's like, well, you should come with me. And his dad's like, I can't leave because what I didn't tell you is like before we got here, like I was really sick and the doctors gave me like six months to live. But now I've been here for like 12 years, but I'm still alive. So I don't know. It's kind of one of those weird Kickstarter kind of, was it? I know they had like a thing stolen. No, I don't know. Maybe it was. But anyway, you that, enjoyed that's it though, what huh? it is. I enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. I'll take it. That's good. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else to read. Well, I think I understand the, the grasp of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I would be interesting for you to read it and then tell me. Tell you what, tell you what his if thoughts I understand are. Yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Do you want to do Moonshine and I'll finish up? Or do you want to. I don't care. Whichever way you want to go. Oh, uh, you got this. I did. Uh, did let's see if I remember or... some of this. Yeah, I got a planet. Really? Oh. It's Walter. I know. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was selling them. I, I didn't even go by. What a jerk. I know. Yep. Moonshine. I read like Moonshine. Was like, it good? Yeah. Yay. Okay. Sorry. No, you're all good. I read Moonshine, a whole bunch of issues. Pretty much finished it off. So where did I... I think I read I think like, you read the six. first six last yeah, time. Yeah, so. essentially like the first trade where... So you see how he's goes. doing like every like type of genre type movie? Like he does like a chain game. He does, he yeah. Does, I like, see uh, you have like, well, what would you say that that one oh, was know. with? It was like where they were in New Orleans or something. I don't know. Is that know. the one where they were looking for the killer? Um, oh, the one in New no, Orleans. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That, that was, was just, just weird. weird and... Yeah, with yeah. the sisters. Unfortunately, that was like the one that happens right after... The chain game, know, right? No, it's right after the... the, the oh, yeah, correct. Because it's, you know, her saving him out of correct. there. That's you right. know, type things. And where he, like, falls in love with the kind of witch girl or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then, of course, they have a falling out. And then that's when he goes off on his own and gets captured under the chain gang, that's you know, right. and, and things. Yeah. So, you know, that, that second volume or whatever you want to say the second story where he's in new orleans and is being pursued by these you know witch doctors or that whatever. was probably the weakest it really was and unfortunately it happens right there as a second one and then it's kind of just like eh, okay you see you drag through that the the chain gang one i i enjoyed overall i think for what it was yeah. uh it, it moved at a pretty good pace and things although it just i think that's part of the problem in this series is you know, in, what, 100 Bullets, there were certain characters that you at least enjoyed, you know, type yeah. things. And that maybe you, you, some of the, the build of the characters at least had that, you know, so-and-so with a heart of gold or whatever sure, sure. else. You know, these type of things had some certain morals. And even here, he tries to infuse that into our handsome Lou, but Lou's just an ass. He is. You just don't feel for him at all. Yeah, I, or at least a very sympathetic character. Yeah, exactly. So... I felt like because of that, it just, it was hard to, to really, you know, feel with this character, you know, you're just kind of going through some of the pieces. That one guy, he was like, something, something, he's like, now I'm no balls or whatever. Yeah, no balls Tony. No balls Tony. Like fat, Tony. fat Tony. Fat yeah. Tony. And regular Tony. I can't remember what the And Fat Tony got was, killed. Like, he's like, so you just Tony now? He's like, no, no, I'm no balls Tony. Yeah. Because I got my balls shut off because yeah, of you. Because I got the balls shut off because of you. Yeah. So there's some of that. <laughs> 
You know, and that's the thing, too, is, I mean, after the chain gang one, it goes to the one then, yeah, right, where it's like Cleveland, I think, where there's oh, the yeah. there's serial the murder, murder type things going on. But, you know, that one might have been a little bit better, except for the fact that Handsome Lou there is kind of feeling so damn sorry for himself throughout the whole thing, you know, that you're just kind of like, well, what the hell, you know, is it if he's doing something or not, Yeah, you know? But I did like how it tried to mix in, you know, Elliot Ness or whatever. Yeah, you know, like it mixed like real stuff yeah, into this in there, thing. You know, it was like, well, we've, we purposely are have, I purposely have this guy out here murdering people because I want Elliot Ness to get off our tail about prohibition, oh, you know, yeah. have something else for him to be investigating, you know, type things. And, and then, of course, he goes back there and then he goes to, to New York, you know, back to New York where it all started to kind of give to the wrap up. And I, I thought that kind of did, did bring things all back together. And I, overall, I thought it was a pretty decent ending, you know, yeah, all things seemed... considered, you know, but, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't, I could see why they probably ended it when they did. Well, it was definitely it, done. It just didn't, <laughs> well, definitely done because you're a hero, you know, and stuff. But I mean, could you have tried to pull some more stories out of him? Maybe, well, maybe but, but yeah. it just didn't feel like it was really, yeah. How long do you, do you keep taking this week? Especially like I say, when you have a character that's pretty unsympathetic and even the other characters, I don't know how much you really care about, you know, from, yeah. from it. And for, for something that I think is, was a pretty good idea, it just, for me, never really hit maybe its full potential. Yeah, I agree. Ways. I mean, it was, I mean, I think when you put Azarello and Arisso, it's hard to like make it unreadable, you know, very but true, it's very not true. the greatest thing they did, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not the strongest, but, but I still, I, yeah. Yeah. Like I say, overall, I enjoy it. Just sometimes some sections were a little bit harder to pull, to get through than others. I think it's, it's almost like Azarello was too in love with his idea. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, he was so... Thought it was such a great idea, and he just wanted to do prohibition-type, you know, gangster stories that he didn't really think about, well, how am I going to make this, you know, character relatable or yeah. you know, sympathetic or, you know, I don't know. No, I agree. Yeah, it does seem like there's a little bit of this little disjointed path, you know, especially like he almost wants to have this, you know, love triangle in some ways, too. And it yeah, really never really collect, click pans either. out either. Yeah. yeah, it collects right, and and things so yeah but then it's like he goes he's like oh but i want to show these like little points in history too and, and yeah. things like it's this. beautiful so, to look at though yeah yeah i agree i, I like mean Rizzo. yeah the, the art there and stuff is it's still really really good you know especially stronger in some spots than probably others but yeah. overall i i i don't know i like his kind of exaggerated i think sometimes look you know of things and yeah. stuff so did you read moonshine dawn he was uh, supposed to, but he yeah, didn't. I didn't. I didn't um, finish it. Okay. Yeah. I read most of it. Most. Mostly. I read the Amoral Stingray by Aaron Walther, and then a couple artists, Bant and McJunkin, and he kind of jumps around artists. This is an indie book. It's Aaron Walther. He's a guy. I think I don't know where he lives, but he runs around cons around this area. Yeah, he moved to like. Iowa, maybe? Okay. I don't know. He moved. Really? But he comes to Planet, and so um, I bought this off of him. He comes to Aircap. I think I had bought the first issue of this. He'll be at Aircap, I should. Really? He's and then he had before. a trade of it at Planet, so I just grabbed the trade. The Amoral Stingray, it's a pretty basic kind of coming-of-age superhero story. I guess the twist is that it's actually a supervillain coming-of-age rather than a superhero. So it's this kid, he's kind of got... 
I don't know, he's got some behavioral issues and he's kind of angry and he gets superpowers. And so it's kind of what he does with those, you know, you know, it's got, it's got just enough of the like little teen drama to kind of make you sort of draw you in a little bit, but then it's got, you know, a little bit of a superhero story, but I know it's, it flows pretty well. I mean, once you start reading it, it's hard, it's a little hard at first, but then once you start reading it, you kind of get into it and it just kind of pulls you in a little bit. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. It looks pretty good. Yeah. The artwork, anyway. Yeah, the artwork's decent. I mean, it's nothing to write home about, but it's functional and it serves the story. And, uh, yeah, it was a little bit better. I mean, one of the guys is, like, a Tony Stark guy, but he has, like, his own TV show and he's this obnoxious superhero. And, like, he doesn't even, like, wear the armor. He just has, like, you know, automatons that go and do everything. And he has, like, a TV show and the ratings are going down and... And that's how the kid gets powers, is they make, like, a mistake, and it somehow gives the kids powers. And then there's a funny part where... Great power, no responsibility. Yeah, Parental exactly. advisory. So there's a funny part where, like, this guy, like, decides to actually put the armor on and, like, go try and take this guy down. And he hasn't worn the armor forever. He's like, oh, and he, like, barely knows how to use it. And it's like, you know, he, he, like, takes a hit and falls, and he's like, ow, this hurts. I need to put, you know, he's like, it's just kind of... Humorous. Is it Sarah Rude? Sarah Rude does the Reckless. Yeah, but they did a book together. Yes, Aaron Walter and Sarah Rude did. Yeah, they've been. The Incredible Reckless or something. Yeah, they've been at our, at Aircap a couple times at least. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice. Because they worked together or did a book together or whatever. Yeah, but it's, he does this weird narrative thing where it's kind of like, he has a narrator voice and it kind of does these funny things like, oh yeah, well, here's another establishing shot. Sorry, I won't do another one of those. Like a kind of a witty kind of, you know, right. narrator. It works. What, Sorry. what is this? Why did you buy it? Where did what are we talking it? about? The, Which one? The big one. Oh, Lonesome. Th- that one he just seems to really be focusing on. Lonesome. I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so this is would, Lonesome. You tried to give that one to me. This is by Eves. Yeah. Yves Swals, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Lonesome, Volume One: The Preacher's Trail. I don't know why I bought this, but I like cine. I like cinebook stuff. Like they're the European, like Belgian, French, French artists guys, okay. and so this looked cool. It was a, was a uh, what looked cool? It's a western. I don't buy a lot of westerns. You know, okay. Who doesn't want a good western? So this book takes. I like a good western. Yeah. Else. So this book takes place in Kansas. And it's wow. it's that during it's when the Missourians are trying to get Kansas to be pro slavery. Is Nebraska is trying to get us to be anti slavery? So like Kansas is like in this sort of war, and this guy is chasing after this preacher guy who's on the ab- who's on the abolitionist side. It's oh. prior to the Civil War. Gotcha. He's on the abolitionist side, but apparently the preacher is a horrible person, and this. They don't quite explain why this guy is chasing him, but he is chasing him. And he gets these, like, flashes of, like, psychic impressions, and he's chasing this guy down. So it's basically just him chasing this preacher through a town. That's basically the gist of this story. Um, It's pretty basic. It wasn't the greatest thing. It reads a little um, little slow. Um, But it has some cool, like, kind of reads like a Clint Eastwood, like, pale writer type western or something. It kind of has that kind of feel. The one thing I really liked about it was the art, though. He's got this really kind of, like, old 70s, like, almost style, like a, almost like a Sal Bushima, like, that real kind of classic type art style. It's kind of cool. But with, like, kind of modern coloring, and I kind of dug it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, 
Who did those Robin? Was it Tom Luth? What? Tom Lyle? I don't Robin? Know. Remember those Robin series from the 90s? Oh, probably <laughs> Tom Lyle. Tom that Lyle. right. It kind of reminds me of his style a little bit. Hmm. I see a little bit of that in there. Gotcha. But uh, who did the... Uh, who did that Wild Star series? This image one. Jerry Ordway. Yeah, it's got a little bit of Jerry Ordway to it too. Like he does a lot of the like, like around the faces there, he does all the like little texturing. I don't know what you call that. I'm not an artist, but right. it's cool. I like it. It's got that really classic rendering. Kinda, yeah, like a little rendering and just cross hatching. I, I don't know. It's cool. The art was cool. The story was basic. I mean, it's okay. all right. I don't know if I'll buy the oh. next one. Have you ever read all of that? I have. I just finally got the full edition. Why? Well, I had the trades, but I think I put them in, like, the evil squid stuff when we were trying to sell stuff, um, saying that, oh, I'll just rebuy them if we sell them. I don't know if we sold them. I never rebought them. And I missed out on the hardcover of Luther Strode, so I read the... I got the soft cover finally, because I really like this story. Yeah. And I reread it. Cool. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was good. It held up pretty well. Cool. I mean, it's tried more, a lot of action. I mean, but yeah, no, it did pretty well. Was he an air cap at one time? Treadmore? No, man, that'd be cool if I did. I thought you guys maybe did there for a second. Oh, no. And that's about all I got. The other two were not them, so. anything to talk about, really. So. But just because we're big fans of people not mean to come to our show. Yeah, I wish that True, was True, but sometimes you really, like, Otherwise, like hound them to the point. Or Eric so you're done, Scott? I is. Eric Larson... Mark Sylvester. That is true. I'm surprised you haven't got Larson to your He won't come. He only goes to New York and anywhere else that he's true. finds convenient. Just because so like we're him. a big fan of people doesn't mean they come to our show. Yeah. Well, like Eric Larson kind of flat out says, well, there's not a lot in it for me. Right. There isn't. Yeah. <laughs> like I, he's like, I go to shows to make money. <laughs> I don't think I'm making a lot of money. I'm not going. I'll go to New York because I can sell, you know, he can sell like 50 commissions over a weekend or whatever. Can't really do that at our show. What? Nonsense. Nonsense. So, anyway. All right, Fables. Arabian Nights. And Days. What's it called? Arabian Days and Nights. Oh, Arabian Days and Nights. Arabian Nights and Days. Nights and Days. Yes. I knew they were both in there. I just didn't know the order. This was an interesting one. Probably not the strongest. It does feel a little filler. I liked it. Really? I but really, it's not too bad. I really like the artwork. Well, yeah, Buckingham art is awesome. And he started doing, like, the border panels. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's been doing that for a while. He's been doing some of it, but, you know, this one I think it's a little bit he more to, to, you know, particular things, you know. I, I guess even the other one. Did, I guess he's got to spend that time kind of establishing I don't know the Arabian Nights. Filler, but, yeah, I mean, you've introduced those characters. I don't know. I thought he did some back. good development with, like, a. Uh, Beast, and, Beast and, beauty. And, and Beauty. I thought that was cool. He did that kind of. And what uh, King Cole, you know, yeah. trying to figure out a spot oh, yeah. for him. You I know, thought that things. was cool. He kind of yeah. got him somewhere. I would agree. I and like how he kind of saved the day. Some bit. of the uh, Arabian ones, you know, and things. Yeah. I do like Beauty explaining her relationship with the Beast or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. I thought that was yeah. well done. There wasn't a lot. I expected more from Snow and Bigby, but there's very little of them there. There's not much at all. Maybe that's why I think of a filler. Because <laughs> they were very much on the periphery. They had that one conversation with the North Wind where they were talking to him. I didn't like that North Wind's like, yeah, I could I could fight him, probably take him out, but wipe out like the whole city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot of, and they're like, hmm. a lot of power and magic going yeah. on. I there. thought the twist was cool with the Djinn that like... Uh, 
you know, he she changed. She couldn't do anything to him necessarily, so she changed the words of the other guy. Frau Tottenkind. Tottenkind. Which she is. I always thought it when I read that. Like I didn't remember the twist, but yeah, it was kind of weird because like he tells him, "Boom, do this, this, and this." Like these are my three wishes: this, this, and this. And then he's like, he's like. Are you sure this is what you want? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I talking said like, it, didn't I? Originally, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I said it, didn't I? And it, I was like, like I caught that. Like I was like, that's weird. Like why would he well, say that? Well, I thought it was fairly too, subtle. When, he, when they killed this first guy, I was like, but he's kind of said he was pledged his allegiance to whatever. Did I yeah. miss something here? Because I'm with you. Because I didn't exactly remember. The well, he did either. say, "Kill all the people who like were above me." I yeah, thought. and so right. you assume that guy might be. So above that's him. why I was like, you know, so maybe it kind of something there. Kind of went. Yeah, but yeah. but you're right. I I still was like, man, I don't know. Something's a little off here, but I still didn't quite get the. the oh yeah, twist. I didn't see the twist coming. Yeah, <laughs> type things and stuff. But I liked it. Yeah, Boy Blue is moving to the farm. Oh yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that I was like, so... talking about what he's doing. Okay, like at first when I read it. They were like, you can either, you know, be in captivity for a year, or you can do two years of hard labor at the farm. Yeah. I'm like, who the hell wouldn't just... Do the year. Like, who would... Well, I think... And then when I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, I guess maybe he'd be outside, he wouldn't be cooped up, but, like, I I would pick... He didn't seem like he was a big fan of being cooped up. Right. And And so I guess that would be the hard thing. Yeah. To choose, you know. But then, of course... The art's so good, though. On, yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And so then, like, you know, and then he's like... Of course, he gets there, and Rose Red's like, Oh, I'm going to give you... Like, he's like, why are you giving me all these easy jobs? And he's like... She's like... You're a fucking hero. Right. You're a hero. <laughs> I don't think you should be here. He's like, we'll just... We'll we'll make you do some hard stuff of, like, a big dignitary... Right. Yeah. Or you know, whatever. Yeah, that's like, pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what an ineffective uh, leader Prince Charming is becoming, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not pieces. that surprising, but... <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he, yeah, because he's all spectacle and no real, yeah. you know, type stuff there, I guess. No real <laughs> he's so horrible in so, every way. Yeah, but I mean, now, he figures things out in his own I way, guess. you know, in certain things, but you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other big thing I guess is with the Arabian, you know, type things is the fact that they're still in the home. They're, still, they're still in the homeland. Yeah, that's right. They have you. They go to Arabia yeah. or whatever, and then they go. Oh yeah, we got the secret path to our homeland still. You know, but it does seem like the adversary is looking at trying to beat their ass yet. But yeah, so but that's probably gonna come into play later. I'm sure. I would, I'm sure. And I, and that's probably the biggest thing with this is the fact that it's set up for later. That's why I guess filler was too strong of a word. It's just a lot, a lot of setup. More but there is some characterization things. and some cool little tidbits. It just seems like a lot of a lot a lot of issues to just set those few things up. It I, yeah, you're right. I mean especially after what you just had where you introduce the adversary and yeah. you know you've got Mogwai, who just showed up and you basically had sent on the assignment to go find Bigby, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, wow, it seems like pieces are all going into place for, like, maybe a, a little bit of war. This, on, you know, just actual reading, it's, you don't really see 
well, what's the real setup here? But I think you're right. If I remember right, it does come into play a little bit later for their overall plan of things, you know, when they try to go to war with the adversary. But, yeah. But just on, you know, face value, you're kind of like, okay, some, you know, a different culture shows up into Fable Town and, yeah. you know, they got to make their way through it, you know, and things. Yeah. So, so it, that's why I guess it feels that way. And then the two other issues. The Ballad of Rodney and Does everybody else I hate that art as much as I do? Yeah, I don't know that I hate it as much as you two, but. No, no, no. You two. It's just me. No, no, no. I, it's not great. It's it, it's terrible after you read the beautiful. Buckingham. Or you look at yeah. the beautiful Buckingham. I mean, it's better than I could draw. Yeah. Yes. I don't think it's like. Like, I don't hate it. Oh, I hate it. But. I only read the first issue, and part it doesn't of that, get any better in the second. Well, part of that was because the story seemed crappy, and the art on top seemed crappy. Hmm. So it just seemed crappy. Well, the story was what, just a setup. But I swear he, he should have been end. able. He should have been able to do that in one issue, don't you think, Scott? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely. did not have to be two issues. So what happened? They they become. Um, they become spies. Spies. The he turns them into humans, and then he use puts them in, in into Fable next Town. to Fable Town as yeah. spies. Oh, okay. Are they so actually in Fable Town, Town, or are they just next? I to think it? you're right. I think they're just next to it, like in New York. Next, but to they're Fable basically Town. Spies, spies for they're, the adversary, and they're doing you know evil deeds for the adversary. I mean, because he like goes out and comes back with like blood on his hands, you know, yeah. and stuff. So mm. they'll know. But he's based. They're basically. Got granted to... They're basically human. the Americans. Yeah. They decide they want to marry. They're both made out of wood. Right. He, you know, uh, Geppetto says, yeah, sure, I can make you a flesh, but I'm going to... There's going to be, you know... A price. A price, price to pay, and the price is... They're spies. Them over yeah. to, as spies to Fabletown. And they I'll read it before I read the next them, ones. So. I just... I couldn't... I just didn't... Because it was horrible. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the story wasn't that bad. I honestly didn't think it was that bad. I don't and, care. It has, a, it has a bit of a, you know, so-called twist there at the end or whatever yeah. else, you know, type thing. I think it was a little dragged out. I, a little I would wordy, agree that it's a little dragged out. And, and the art was not great. Uh, yeah. The but, problem I had with it was the font for the cursive. Yeah, like, so, like, so give me crappy art, read. drag it out, and then make the font annoying. It's like... Triple whammy, man. Yeah. Failed experiment, dude. Failed something. I don't know what he was trying to do there. It wasn't good. Yeah, I don't know. Probably so. I, but I would agree. I, that was, what I think, my biggest problem was the fact that it felt like two issues was too long for what he wanted to tell there. Yeah. I guess I didn't have as much problem with the arts, but... Um, it, it's I fine. Know. I didn't hate so, it. Oh, I hated it. It, <laughs> it is very jarring. When you, you read whatever, four Like, or five. if that guy did a whole series, would you buy it? No. I did, actually. But I think he gets better. There was, like, a Vertigo series that he did, and mm. I can't remember what it was called, and I read it, and I thought it was good. It I think he like did that. a... I thought he... <laughs> no, it might be the same, same guy. I think he did, like, a fill-in issue on that Scion series that Jim Chung did for, like, CrossGen, yeah. and it was so bad. God, what? I should have looked... Can you imagine going from Jim Chung to that guy? I don't know if I have hmm. the traits, but imagine going from Mark Buckingham to Jack. Yeah, I can. It's not good. It was yeah, like man. a. It was like a. But see, the thing is, is that it it happens in earlier ones. You know, I mean, how we just had the other fables one. I'll take that Lan Medina guy over, thing, over that stuff, Jim but, Fern any day. But but because of a different art style, I don't immediately, you know, it happens. But especially when 
in this case, it's a little mini story. But you're right; it's it's not near as good as the uh, the rest of the art throughout that book. Like, look so, at that facial expression. There would. There would. I mean, I guess that's why I didn't have much of a problem with it. I mean, look at the face at the very end, you know, type things and stuff. I thought with her with the tears, I didn't think was that bad. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not that bad. Did he drew so, Wolverine, Spider-Man? So, I, I just, I guess I just didn't think it was. I don't know who he stroked. That awful. <laughs> guess he hits a deadline. <laughs> If you gotta get a book done, you gotta get a book done. It's all good. All right, anything else? Party uh, shots? No party uh, shots. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>